0: This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at MailTribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at MailTribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. My most recent podcast, Unraveled Noodles specifically Japanese styles of noodles that are most often served cold, including with a traditional dipping sauce of soy, sake, and dashi that makes a really, really nice departure, particularly in warm weather, from the typical plate of starchy filling pasta. I'm one of those people who cite noodles as my stranded on a desert island food (laughs) if i had nothing else and i had to pick one food that would sustain me for as long as i still had left i've said before in this podcast and in my blogs it would have to be pasta and boil in seawater particularly if i had some kind of fat to put on it so of course that's a perennial topic for my blog including a couple of posts since that one on japanese noodles for pad thai, and this week for a pork stir-fried noodle dish with Sichuan peppercorns. Now, Sichuan peppercorns are something I have been only curious about now for several years since I've seen them on any number of food travel shows. I've tried some dishes that kind of hint At the inclusion of Sichuan peppercorns, but I don't really think I've ever had what amounts to the real thing that produces this tongue tingling sensation that's a thing in some parts of China, namely Sichuan province, where these peppercorns are celebrated. And not every dish with Sichuan peppercorns is necessarily blow your palate out spicy, although they often combine chilies and other spices with heat. These peppercorns that actually are not really related to black peppercorns come from a shrub called the prickly ash. And there's a chemical in the seed called hydroxyl alphacenshal that produces this sensation on the tongue, this tingling, which for some people would be way too much. For me? I don't know. I'm curious. Curious enough that when I saw Sichuan peppercorns in the bulk food section at Ashland Shopping Cart, I knew I had to buy some, and then I had to figure out how to use them. But fortunately, this past spring, the Chicago Tribune posted a tutorial by chef and food writer James P. Dewan, who writes about all kinds of topics in depth, including Japanese noodles, that subject of my most recent podcast. I delved into his piece on Sichuan peppercorns and reiterated a fair amount of it in my most recent blog post, and that can be found on August 4th at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish under the headline, Sichuan peppercorns make surprising Asian noodles. He developed this recipe for Sichuan-style noodles with pork and bok choy with the help of a friend who's Chinese. And there's several ways that the peppercorns are handled. The first way is by toasting them, grinding them, and essentially sifting the powder. The second way is by distilling that into oil. First of all, It bears noting that it isn't actually the seed you want. It's the husk of the seed. So when you get some Sichuan peppercorns like I did, you want to pick through them a little bit and pick out any stems and actual seeds. The seeds aren't going to hurt you, but they just don't add anything to the end product as James P. DuJuan explains. So place them in a shallow bowl and sort of sort through them for the stems and seeds that you can discard. Place a dry skillet over a medium flame and throw in the peppercorns. You want to do small quantities. A little bit goes a long way, of course. And once you've toasted a spice and ground it up, it's way less potent. And certainly that's the case with this one. Toast them until they start to give off a musky scent, and that takes about three minutes. Shake the pan while they're toasting so they don't burn. A little smoke is okay, but you don't want them blackened. Some recipes call for other spices to be toasted alongside, as I mentioned, the spices that impart heat. Cumin seeds are common, as are whole dried chilies. This is a combination popular in Sichuan province in China. When everything's toasted, use a spice grinder or a mortar and pestle, that's what I prefer, to grind the peppercorns or whatever mix of spices you've come up with to your desired degree of coarseness. And at this point, you can use the powder as is or pass it through a fine mesh strainer if you really want to be sure of eliminating any little gritty bits. Then you can distill this into oil that you use in cooking and as a garnish. Heat some neutral oil, and good oils for this would be avocado oil, grapeseed oil. You just don't want an oil that has a distinctive flavor all its own. To nearly smoking in a saute pan or a wok, add a tablespoon of the whole peppercorns, not ones that you've grinded up and, and made into powder. Fry the whole peppercorns until they just start to turn dark and then pull them out and discard the peppercorns. The oil now has picked up that tongue-tingling quality from the spice and can be used to saute or stir fry. Or you can just let it cool and store it in a cool dry place and use as a garnish on top of rice, noodles, vegetables, or meat. So that's the basics of handling Sichuan peppercorns. Admittedly, probably not one to just spring on unsuspecting diners. I know that certain people in my circle probably wouldn't be so appreciative. I think my kids would take one bite and demand something else so this is one I'm gonna try out on myself first one of those kind of late night guilty pleasure meals when everyone else is in bed and I can make something just to my liking and I'll likely start with this Sichuan style noodles with pork and bok choy of course this could be adapted to another variety of meat I happen to really really like ground lamb and mentioned in numerous blogs and podcasts that I tend to purchase a whole lamb raised locally most every year. And in fact, it goes really well in a lot of Asian cuisines, although most people don't think of it as a common Asian ingredient, but really it's more common in Asia than we see here in the United States in restaurant interpretations as well as choosing another type of vegetable beyond bok choy. Bok choy, of course, is lovely. I love bok choy in Asian dishes. But if it isn't something you have on hand, or if you don't particularly care for it, you could certainly substitute something like broccoli or another kind of fresh, seasonal type vegetable. I might even venture to use zucchini in this. I have so much in my garden (laughs) right now. Why not? So, it calls for two tablespoons Sichuan peppercorns, and that's a divided use. If you don't shop at stores where you have seen these, they probably are available on some stores' spice aisles if they're well stocked. Again, I found this in the bulk section at Shopping Cart in Ashland. They certainly could be ordered online. Two tablespoons soy sauce, one teaspoon Chinese black vinegar, one tablespoon. Chinese rice wine, which is also called Shaoxing wine. That's optional. And many of these ingredients can be obtained at Medford's Asia Grocery Market near Winco. One piece, and that's about an inch long of fresh ginger that's been peeled and minced. Two garlic cloves that have been peeled and minced and plus more for garnish. A half teaspoon sugar, two to three tablespoons Chinese chili sauce or black bean sauce. 12 ounces Asian style fresh noodles or another type of egg noodle. James P. Dewan explains in his column that this would traditionally be prepared with hand-pulled noodles in China. These are pretty hard to come by unless you're in a major metropolitan area. So just look for the best quality, fresh Asian-style noodles, preferably egg noodle. A half-pound bok choy that's been cut in chiffonade. A quarter-cup neutral oil, and they recommend peanut or canola oil here a half cup raw shelled peanuts, a half pound ground pork or other meat, a half bunch cilantro, the leaves only that have been chopped, and two scallions that have been trimmed and sliced. Spoon one tablespoon of the Sichuan peppercorns into a shallow bowl, remove any black seeds or stems. Toast peppercorns in a small dry saute pan, shaking to toss over medium heat until they're fragrant for three to four minutes. They'll produce a little smoke, that's fine, but take care not to let them burn. When cool, use a spice grinder or mortar and pestle to grind them into a powder. Pass them through a fine mesh sieve, such as a tea strainer, and reserve for garnish. To make the sauce for this dish, in a bowl, combine the two tablespoons soy sauce, the teaspoon Chinese black vinegar, the tablespoon Shaoxing rice wine, if you're using that, the piece of fresh ginger that's been peeled and minced, The two peeled and minced garlic cloves, the half teaspoon sugar, and the two to three tablespoons Chinese chili sauce or black bean sauce. Whisk all that together and set aside. Cook the noodles, and again, that's 12 ounces, fresh Asian-style noodles, according to the package directions. When nearly done, add the half pound bok choy that's been cut in chiffonade to the pot and blanch until it's wilted. Drain the noodles and the bok choy, reserving both. In a wok over medium-high heat, heat the quarter cup neutral oil, again, peanut or canola. When it's hot, carefully add the half cup raw shelled peanuts and fry until cooked through for six to eight minutes. Remove from the oil and set aside. Pour out most of the oil, leaving about one tablespoon in the wok. Return the wok to high heat and add the remaining one tablespoon whole Sichuan peppercorns. When they start to darken, and that's after about a minute or so, remove and discard them, keeping the oil in the wok. Add the ground pork or other ground meat, that's a half pound, to the oil in the wok. And stir fry until cooked through for about three minutes. Add the cooked noodles and the blanched bok choy along with the sauce to the wok and stir fry just to heat through for about a minute. To serve the dish, divide the noodles among four bowls, garnish with the fried peanuts, the cilantro leaves from half a bunch that have been chopped, more minced garlic, the trimmed and sliced scallions. That was from two scallions. And the ground Sichuan peppercorn powder that you prepared by toasting the ground Sichuan peppercorns at the beginning of the recipe and serve it immediately. You can also drizzle some of that oil over the top, that Sichuan peppercorn oil if you're feeling brave, (laughs) to the Sichuan-style noodles with pork and bok choy. You can find that recipe on the current post to my blog from August 4th under the headline, Sichuan peppercorns make surprising Asian noodles. I was betting that after so many sort of tried and true flavors over the years that Sichuan peppercorns could really surprise me. And that's at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading the whole dish.